Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead to the five, to the two, to the one! In the end zone is Jerry and Ely! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf! And the Rebels recover it! Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one to nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the program. Happy Portal Day as uh, we get ready on this Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, Yancey, Gordon, we're all in the house today and getting ready to talk to you for a little while about things going on with Ole Miss Athletics. And uh, you can uh, text message in at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093 to get those questions in. Today, what we're going to do for you is actually talk a little baseball in the next segment as we'll have... Assistant coach and hitting coach Mike Clement coming on to the program. After that, about 6.30, Zach Berry with the Ole Miss Spirit and recruiting and the transfer portal and all of that will happen. Lots of craziness going on in the first part of this, brought to you by First South Farm Credit. Over 100 years of experience supporting our rural communities in agriculture. We will guide you through the financial journey. First South Farm Credit. Hi, Chuck. What's happening, brother? I'm, I, I, I did not enter the portal. None of us actually entered the portal. We're all staying here. Um, we're all working for uh, the, the, the same Monday Night uh, Rebel Yell Hotline. Yeah, but I'm tired of being a backup. You know, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, I want to be a starter somewhere. Well, uh, you know. Uh, I may have to do my own radio show so I can be a starter. I understand. I understand. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it, it is what it is because. I want some more NIL money, too. Will, I, I, <laughs> Me, too. I'll take some more NIL money myself. <laughs> As of 4.30 this afternoon, 704 players today put their name in the transfer portal. 543 of those were from football bowl subdivision schools. So the other, you know, 160 or whatever it is from the FCS, that was just today. And uh, I guess the portal kind of closed at 6, right? And then it opens back up. You could do it all again. Like the Dow or something. That's right, right? Like the like like that. Or... Do you realize in the last three years there's been almost 20,000 kids going to Portal and that only 40% of them get scholarships at other schools? At other schools. Yeah. And, and, and that is, you know, you may be one of these 543 FBS guys, but you may be going down a level. That's right. Or so. Maybe, right. maybe more than one level. That's the that's the uh, statistic I want to see is how many of the guys in the portal actually move up. Right. You know, like a Mason Brooks went from West Kentucky. Troy Brown went from Central Michigan moving up to the SEC. But how many have to move down? Well, Chuck, if you look at Ole Miss's uh, success under Lane, it's the guys that have moved up, right? They're not getting – 
the Oklahomas, Alabamas, LSUs, guys that were five stars in high school but didn't, mm-hmm. did not produce in college. They're getting the guys from the lower schools that are, have been highly productive throughout their career. Outside of a couple, right? Outside of J.J. Piggies, Tennyson, Chance Campbell. But other than that, these guys are coming from lower tier yeah. schools. Yeah, and that, I, that's, that where, that's where strong evaluations come in. You, you have to rely on your staff. To, to find those guys and then sell them on coming to Ole Miss, but they got to be sure about them. You know, they had a couple of busts this year, but that's okay. You know, if you if you've got fourteen, fifteen transfer students like uh, players like they did, two or three of them are not going to pan out. So no big deal. Since we've been gone, the Ole Miss basketball team played the University of Memphis, got down big. Uh, got within single digits at the end, but lost. And we'll have some thoughts, I know, from Yancey coming up on basketball in a little bit. The football team gets the Tax Act Texas Bowl. I don't know what there's to say about basketball. Put the ball in the hole. <laughs> you shot 24% in the first half. You, you you can't beat Oxford Junior High doing that. Well, you got to rebound, too. Put the ball in the hole. Well, Chuck, you also, and this will be under the five thoughts, you got to play the rotations that got you there. It was kind of like when I explained to Gary when Bianca used to kind of play a science project when they used to play Southern Mississippi in baseball, and you have eight everyday players, and six of them be playing new positions or not at all, and you're bringing in guys. They didn't have any of the rotations that, that got them there, and everybody was just out of whack. Yep. So do it. Do the five thoughts uh, from Outback Steakhouse and our friend Steve Grantham. Outback Steakhouse locations, he has nine of them in Mississippi and Tennessee. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, the first thought of the day, Ole Miss Memphis. It was a very ugly but also strange first half for Ole Miss. It was ugly in the fact that they started off two for 17 from the floor, Chucky, <laughs> which dug down to a 31 to 8 hole. Goodness gracious. But it was strange that three of their key players in Caldwell, Abrams, and Burns got a total of 22 minutes out of 60 minutes between those three in the first half with only six points out of those three guys, and none of them were in foul trouble. Why did Ole Miss get away from their winning formula? Second, Brakefield is the X factor for this team each and every night. As Brakefield goes, so does Ole Miss. Listen to this final line stat from Jermaine. 0 for 2 from the field, only two shots, Gary, for zero points and two rebounds. Just when you thought Jermaine had turned the corner, he played salt as toilet tissue again. Third thought. I thought the Rebels finally found themselves in the last 20 minutes of the game. They started leaning on their key guys and finally started getting more physical. Fourth thought, not having McKinnis in, in the down low really hurt the Rebels. He's a guy that can bring a lot of athleticism that the other bigs don't play. Fifth and final thought, Deshaun Ruffin returning in this game made it difficult to figure out the rotations. I thought that actually hurt Ole Miss's in the Memphis game, but it's really nice to see his quickness and explosiveness in there. All right, we got to take the quick break. We'll come back with some more stuff on the Rebel Yell Hotline. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. 
Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthland.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, You know she's worth it. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Time for the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline for December the 5th, 2022 edition. Gary Chuck. Gordon Yancey, all in the house. And this part of the show is brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929. 54 locations across six states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. So does the Ole Miss hitting coach, Mike Clement, who's back on the show. Coach Clem, how are you tonight? I'm doing good. You guys must be hard up for some content tonight. We're going college baseball in December, only in the state of Mississippi. Dude, you're you're a, you're a rock star with us, buddy. Don't worry about that, Coach. You're, you're part you're part of a national championship team, right? And, and so you you are as Chuck's rock star status always. That, is, that never uh, never gets old. You guys can say that every time I get on here for the rest of time. All right, brother. I'm going to start you off. Um, Graham Elko bench gone. What the fall show you as far as Older guys stepping up or new guys coming in to fill their shoes? Yeah, I think, Chuck, there, there's a little bit of both. Those those three that you mentioned are obviously turned themselves into legends here. And so um, the, the immediate place I would go are new guys, but, but two of the three are old also. You know, we got two, two transfers in, Ethan Groff uh, from Tulane. I think if we started this weekend, he'd play center field and, and maybe lead off for us just – really dynamic player and um, came in just mature and knew what he was doing, takes great at bats. He would be one. The next is Anthony Calarco, left-handed hitting first baseman at Northwestern up, up in up in Chicago in the Big Ten. 
And he's a little more of a question mark only because, and we knew it when we were recruiting him, he had a hip labrum surgery. And so he was out all fall. He's just started hitting here in the last six weeks. And the swing looks really good and all of that. Um, and then the last one is Ethan Leger, uh, junior college transfer from Delgado Community College down in New Orleans. And, um, man, he, he stepped into that third base spot and, um, and, I, and I think has a chance to be, be really good over there. So those are the three that really stick out. And I don't know if they – it's kind of hard to fill those, those, those three guys you mentioned off the top. It's hard to fill their shoes, but, but, but I think those guys are certainly going to uh, play, play a huge role in that. But at the same time, don't you expect Alderman and Chatney and Harris and McCants to even even play better than they did last year? Yeah, certainly. Um, the the thing that, that's odd is if if I were on 365 days ago and I were being honest, this year scared me as a hitting coach only because I didn't know what we would have besides Gonzo. I wasn't sure what we would have for this year. Well, then it turns out that Harris has a good year and Kemp um, does what no one thought that he would do. Um, and then McCants and Chatney are back when maybe we thought we would lose them to the draft. And all, now all of a sudden you have five or nine back in your lineup that were really good players on obviously a really good team. So uh, certainly those guys. And, and the one I would point out of that group, well, probably two, um, Kemp had just an incredible fall. He hit 500 uh, he hit a ball off the middle of the scoreboard. It, it, he's gonna have a really big year. It, he he uh, he looks like he should be playing defensive end, but we're fortunate that 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 he plays baseball and his discipline and his game have just gotten better and better. And then the other one is Calvin Harris. I, I think he's ready to kind of take off. Omaha was kind of his coming out party, um, and and those guys are gonna have big years. Coach uh, got some disappointing news there with who you thought was going to be your closer there with Josh Mallett's, um, you know, needing Tommy John surgery. Where do you lean to now? Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one for us. He was so good last year, especially down the stretch. Once, um, you know, once, once we, we figured out roles on the, on the mound, obviously that was a key one that we could kind of bring him in in any situation at any time. And he shut the thing down and late in the fall, obviously um, didn't feel great and went and got an MRI and, and that, and that was the result. So, um, in, in answer to your question, I think, I think we go a couple different directions. Obviously we have some, some proven commodities that have pitched out of the bullpen and been really good, um, in Mason Nichols and Jack Doherty. Um, those guys, those guys, we would feel completely comfortable, um, throwing at the back end, but also those guys are going to have a chance to start too. So then you're talking about possibly, um, transfer from Division II school in, in, in Indianapolis, Xavier Rivas is a left-handed pitcher that I think kind of falls into that, trying to figure out, is he going to throw on like a Saturday, Sunday? Is he going to throw at the back end of the of the pin? You'd like to have some swing and miss back there, which Malice had. So we, we certainly have some candidates, um, but uh, I think that's probably still a little bit wait and see how inter-squats go in January and that. Where does, uh, where does Mitch Morrell fit into the, the this whole scene coach uh, he's a fifth year senior and you know six four two ten mm-hmm. yeah i think i think mitch certainly fits in somewhere um he's been a little inconsistent in his time here um but it's a big arm like uh 94 95 96 miles an hour good athlete um and really 
as good as that velocity is, it's my opinion, and again, coming from a hitting coach to take it for what it's worth, that his, that his breaking ball is his best pitch. And when he's on, it's really good. Um, it's just a matter of him being a little bit more consistent. But I think, you know, if that's one of those veteran arms who's been around that, that maybe the name people don't know all that well, but, but, but that's kind of the formula, as you know, Chuck, for a guy that kind of fills a role and becomes a pretty good guy just because he's been around for so long and he's seen all the situations and been, been around the program. Um, he's certainly a guy that could, that could pop onto the radar and have a really significant role for us. Will Maddox be able to pitch this spring? I don't think so. I don't think so. Unfortunately, when he went down during that Mississippi State series, um, it was just so late in the year that his one year would be like May 1 or something like that. And that's usually the earliest that people come back. And so we're trying to take it easy on him. He's certainly a draft prospect, not not this spring, but the following. We want to do right by him. I don't think we will get him back. I don't know if uh, I'm probably not the right person to ask, but I don't think we're counting on that. Talk to me a little bit. You got two hard throwing freshmen. I understand. Uh, what do you see out of them out of fall? Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. Guys yeah. that have good velo. Yeah, you certainly are. Uh, the one I'll start with is Grayson Sanye. Grayson's from Collierville, Tennessee, uh, Collierville High School. Uh, guys, uh, he's special. He's really good. Um, I think he certainly has a really good chance to pitch on the weekend um, right from the start, which, as you guys know, following our program as closely as you, as you all do, doesn't always happen. You know, with Pomerantz and Lynn and Rollison and Nikhazy and Elliott, none of those guys pitched opening weekend. Now, some have. Some have. I know Gunnar Hoagland did, and, and and maybe some others. But uh, I would I would certainly, if, if if we're basing it off of the fall, Grayson Sonia I think starts on the weekend for us. He's special. It's it's not just big velocity, but he knows how to pitch. Um, it's three pitches for a strike. Um, some of the name, you know, the comparisons that have rolled around are, you know, like Kyle Wright from Vanderbilt, who was a first rounder a couple years ago. It's he's he's a special one that doesn't end up in college very often. And, um, then the other one you're talking about is JT Quinn. He's a freshman from um, the Tampa St. Pete area, Berkeley Prep High School. Um, he is maybe a touch more raw than what Sanya is, but he certainly is going to pitch for us. It was up to 98 this um, this fall, and he's a tall, 6'5", 6'6", skinny right-hander that has got a really, really good arm. And late in the fall, he started to develop a – a breaking ball that, that has a chance to be really good, too. So uh, both of those guys are going to play a significant role. Sonia probably a touch ahead of, of Quinn right now. Coach, quickly, um, Ole Miss under the Bianco Airs never had back-to-back top ten classes in what is 22 years. And now with the new NIL, we see Ole Miss number two class. That's a freshman this year, mm-hmm. uh, number six the year after, number seven in the and in, in the twenty five class. Is it by coincidence? Is it because now we can get more nil opportunity to offset the yeah. disadvantages we were at before, or is it just from the success from the World Series? Well, I think I think the first two things uh, coincidence is probably the wrong word, but uh, the nil thing certainly helps. It, it cer- certainly helps playing the, even in the playing field. Um, for us, uh, you, got, you guys know the, the deficit that, that we were at from a college baseball standpoint where we were dealing with just the 11.7 scholarships, whereas some others in our league were, were able to get some, 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 some more. 30 and, seconds, uh, so, so that's part of it. And then I think that the, the second part is our success, yes, 
but we're recruiting so far down the road that I think we'll see the, the national championship success a little bit further out. Um, and then, you know, the, I think I think we've been good and won a ton of games. And so uh, guys, guys like coming here. I, I think they love the coaches. I think that's it more than anything, right? There you go. That's the Superstar. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Look forward to it. More of the show coming up next. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Farise and the Farise Group have over 20 years and a process working toward success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Farise Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Farise Group, farisegroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Farise Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Farise Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, friends, good stuff from Coach Clem on the program, talking about some Ole Miss baseball. Now we'll have a text message or two from Cannon Cleary McGraw, a little injury report and more. And we'll go to the text message line at 426-1093. Who's coaching the O-line from now through the bowl game with Thornton going to Auburn? Good question. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) <laughs> That's uh, that is uh, one of the deals with Lane Kiffin as the head coach. You're not going to get information like that until you actually go out there to Houston and see who's running it. Uh, 
I, I don't believe it's going to be Thornton, I can tell you that. I think he's already headed to Auburn. Well, Chuck, there's got to be at least one of the assistants that have coached O-line down the line at some point. In their well, either that or the maybe the O-line graduate assistant. assistant. That's, yeah, that's right. what I would yeah. think. Graduate assistant yeah, or yeah, someone that's what they usually do, so. would, would, be, would be put in that situation. Yeah. All right, so that that's that's it, friends. I mean, uh, no other text messages. So I'm going to go here, okay? Ohio State wide receiver. It's the portal today. Not going to play in the college football playoffs. Wow. Alabama starting tackle that they say has never given up a sack in the transfer portal today. Slovis, who left USC, went to Pitt. He's going after one year into the portal. When Boston College's quarterback hears that, he goes in the portal and immediately has already said, I'm going to Pitt. <laughs> Oklahoma State's quarterback is gone. Josh Richardson at Florida says he's going pro, not going to the bowl game with the Gators. Good, Good luck, luck for him. We had the backup quarterback at Central Florida with John Rice injured, right? Had already played his four games. Told Malzahn, I'm not playing against Tulane or in a bowl game. I'm done. Finished. I'm hitting the portal as the backup. So if the starting quarterback would have gone down, Central Florida's playing with their third-string guy, trying to get to the championship game of their conference. As we mentioned, 704 individuals have now put in today that they are going to transfer. You also get Satterfield leaving Louisville, going to Cincinnati as a head coach. Louisville plays Cincinnati in a bowl game. Now, he's not going to coach either one, apparently. Coach is obviously moving. We've seen, and congratulations to Deion Sanders for bettering himself, as he, you know, Jackson State to no Colorado. But as he says, I'm bringing my luggage with me. The portal's open for you guys. Louis Vuitton, too. It is a college athletics. We said it, I, I guess, show one when we all got together here. This is the way it is. It is a crazy day. What a mess. Isn't it? But, but you Come look on. at Louisville, man. They're talking about bringing Brom back, and he's at Purdue, and I don't think he's going to leave there. He's look, not going back to Louisville. I wouldn't think so. Better have some continuity. I agree with you. That's the. That's that's every fan base when they lose their head coach think they're going to go hire Nick Saban. Okay, they start up there on the mountain, uh, you know, the Mount Rushmore of coaching, John and then Gray. they end up getting a Northwest Community College coach. That's right. I mean, come on, Clemson, Clemson's DJ Ua Agalele or whatever his name is, right? He started all year. Doesn't start the last game in the transfer portal. Today. He's awful. Yeah, he's he awful. Terrible. Good God, he's, he's awful. You better have you know, continuity, though. That's the point of all this. You better have a coach that's going to stay there because any coach that leaves, I mean, it's you're starting from scratch. Yeah. Literally, once they said you can replace every single player that leaves that's right. your roster, then that just opened it up. It was chunk, chunky at first. It was just three. Well, then you can't go six. over 85, though. No, no, well, of course you can't, right. but now you're able to replace every right. transfer guy right. from your program. Right. So they can weed them out or they just so leave as, on their own. As we said back there when we were talking before all this started and getting on the show, the importance of Lane Kiffin staying is we're talking about a lot of other teams, guys in the transfer portal. Ole Miss has guys in the transfer portal. Yeah. But we're not talking at this point any of the starters yep. or anything like that because your head coach has stayed. Right, all guys that were not in the or rotation. today's show would have all been about a coaching search at this point oh, it in time, would be just, right? Yeah, it so would it's, be. it's it's a little different not only Monday a for us. Search, it'd be about what all players have left Ole Miss. Who's already and, said I'm leaving? Yeah, all the starters and who you're play. I mean, it, you if it, it's just a, that's the continuity mass. is really really key now. You better get a coach that's going to be there. 
because if you're switching coaches, you're starting all over from scratch. And, and, and because of this, now portal day is December the 5th. Signing day is Wednesday in two weeks, right? Yes. Okay. So that's why coaches are getting fired in week two and in week three. You got to get ahead of this stuff. Oh, yeah. You got to get ahead of this stuff because of the what is now in December. Well, look how quick Auburn. I mean, they, as soon as the season's over, they got to hire somebody. Right? Yeah. And they fired hire. Harson with what, three or four games left? So, yeah, you're right. They got on it. And it's usually just been one school, right? That's, that did it that way. LSU, I believe, last year, you know, Auburn and Florida did it a couple years back. Um, it's, you know, now that's going to become the norm, which then makes the meddling, right? Like we saw with Lane here at Ole Miss that totally ramsacked the end of the season for Ole Miss. That's going to become the norm. So, I mean, you know, as an AD, you've got to figure that out. Now, the thing about this portal, too, guys, that I think is unfair to the schools is that if a kid gets in the portal and he doesn't get an offer or whatever, the schools that he where he is is still obligated for that scholarship. That's right. Yeah. And that's that's just doesn't seem fair to I me didn't to the school. Know that, yes, sir. I mean, yes, they, sir. I mean, it's only one year scholarships, though, right? No, they they hardly anybody signs a one year anymore. They most most of them sign four year scholarships. Really. Well, you can't get a top yeah. prospect without yeah. obligating him to four years. So there's an option between one and four. There is an option, but most good players, which is what we hope we're dealing with, yeah. they demand a four-year well, scholarship. And that's why when the Colorado players, after things happened with Dion, and he was told, he told them, get in the portal. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so a lot of them were reaching out to other people like, did, did he just fire us, basically, as a team? For the most part, I think he's running a lot of people off. Yeah. And that, again, is where we are. All right? Any injuries real quick because the music playing? Well, Anything? Deshaun's back, roughing. Yep. That's Mc- good. McKinnis should be returning. He got a concussion. He got an elbow to the head, I believe, on Tuesday practice, and that's why he didn't play against Memphis. One last thing to, to, uh, to Louisville, and that is Brian Brown, former Ole Miss Rebel, <laughs> Corinth. He's the D.C. and the uh, associate head coach there. I think he'll get a chance to kind of handle things. It's going to be one of the guys leading Louisville may have a shot at the job. I hope he does. Yeah. He's a good guy and a good coach. I wish he'd return to Ole Miss someday. Yeah. Well, I thought we'd try to sneak that back around. You got where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah. All right, friends, we'll be back with more next. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw. 
Raw Real Estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no farther than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Time for a little game day outlook brought to you by Roberts Wilson, PA. They represent the people. They go immediately after being hired. They don't get paid unless they succeed. You can call them at 662-533-9111. 533-9111, wegetjustice.com if you want to go online. And now to help us with a little bit of all of this from the Ole Miss spirit in the recruiting world, Zach Barry, can you can you add any sanity to December the 5th, my man? What do you got for us? It honestly felt a little reminiscent of uh, the old signing day. Uh, felt uh, a lot like a holiday this morning. A um, lot of news left and right, hard to keep up. But it was, uh, it, was a, it was a lot of fun, um, contrary to what many probably think, uh, just because of the, just the intrigue and a lot of the talent that is in the portal and going to continue to get in the portal. I think uh, it's exciting, not only for Ole Miss fans, but just for college football fans in general, um, just because there's just so much talent that's still out there that is going to be looking uh, for a new home. Zach, uh, let's let's start with uh, where Ole Miss stands right now. Twenty three in the country, according to on three, uh, twelve commitments. Is all of that solid in your mind? I think so. Right now, there was the one question mark that popped on Sunday was uh, Marvin Burks Jr., the safety from St. Louis. Um, Missouri was always going to hang around and make that one difficult and. Um, I kind of told uh, the folks on on our message board that 
uh, you can find over at omspirit.com, part of On3. And, and I was just telling others in the industry that were asking me, um, anytime Missouri is, is just quasi-relevant or good, that is an incredibly hard state to go in and, and pry someone out of there that, uh, that Missouri really wants. And that was the case there, in my opinion. I think Marvin Burks just kind of wanted to go with his heart and go with his gut and, and wanted to stick close to home. As far as the rest of the recruiting class, I think everyone is pretty solid at this point. Um, Sunterian Perkins is going to be courted by Alabama. LSU is trying to make some noise with Aiden Williams. But I still think right now that of the 12 that are in the commit column, I think you're going to see them sign with Ole Miss. Talk to us a little bit about the top high school targets and how many more high school guys you think they're after and and all the numbers games we're playing here with portal guys and whatever. You know, it's kind of hard to to put an actual number on high school right now. I would say they're probably after anywhere from two to maybe four or five. I think they're going to be incredibly picky with who they go after um, because the portal is just such a big part of recruiting now. But I would say that if they – if you made me guess, I would say Christopher Johnson, the running back out of Florida, which I do think that he will end up in the ACC, whether that's at Clemson or Miami. Ole Miss is it's kind of running third right, right now. Um, and then if you want to go out and try to get another safety to replace Marvin Burks, uh, I think you're going to look at either Isaac Smith or Jamel Johnson. Um, and then the big one, I think, is Dante Dowdle, the running back from Picayune, Mississippi. He's been committed to Oregon for, you know, since the summer. Ole Miss has not given up. They're not going to give up. Um, they went by to see him today. Um, it was a, uh, I would say tag team, but I think there were probably three or four staffers that went in home with him. Um, they're going to keep trying. I still think he ends up signing with Oregon. Um, but Ole Miss is, is certainly going to continue to plug away there. Um, that's probably it for high school right now. As far as the portal, you know, day one of when it's official, you're in the portal, you're officially there. I think you're going to probably see Ole Miss take the week and, and kind of flesh out who they are actually wanting to go after, um, which positions of need they're going to hit on the most. Um, but for right now, I would say you're probably sitting in a holding pattern to see who the actual targets are. But I think it's probably safe to say they're going to go after some linebackers, the defensive linemen, probably a tight end or two, and uh, some receivers. I think as far as offensive line goes with what they have returning, I think they return everyone out of, um, outside of Nick Broker. And it's a young group that um, struggled at times in pass blocking, but it's you know, very clear in run blocking that it didn't struggle too much because Quinchon Judkins was uh, – was an all-SEC and, and, and an all-American running the football and taking the SEC rushing crown. I think if they find a can't-miss offensive lineman with experience, they'll take him. Um, but as of right now, that's probably where we are. What about Kedrick Roscano out of Texas? I know that you know he's supposed to be visiting Penn State, uh, You know, big-time uh, recruit. Uh, what do you think about him and Ole Miss's chances of landing him? Yeah, I mean, I do think that they're in the mix there. I kind of put my mind there and forgot about them. But I think they're going to go best case. Um, if they feel like they could maybe get a running back out of the portal, they would go that direction. But 
I think they like Riscano and would, would love to sign him. Um, I think they're still the favorite. It's gone kind of quiet. Um, he is going to take that visit to Penn State, and I think that um, the Texas schools are going to try to make that one interesting. But I do think Ole Miss is probably in his top three or four, and uh, it'll be a signing day decision. I, I think that he complements what they like to do in the run game well. Um, I think they would like to get two back, so maybe they go high school route for one and portal for another. See, that's what I don't understand. If I'm in the transfer portal, uh, you know, do I want to come over here and sit behind Judkins and Evans and Bentley, uh, or do I think I'm good enough to beat them out? Or, or You know, that seems like a pretty big gamble to me. And from what I understand, there is a 50-50 chance that Evans is coming back. That's that's a great point you, you mentioned there, Chuck. I mean, there's probably going to be some of the portal guys that are going to wait because they want to see, is Zach Evans going to stay? Because um, if he if he is, then I think Ole Miss will just try to do their best to sign Kedra Griscano, get him in there, learn the system, get acclimated to college. There's no rush for him to come in and play right away like Judkins did this year. Um, but, yeah, if you've got the, the reigning SEC rushing champ and then a guy in Zach Evans who might have challenged Judkins for the rushing title if he didn't get um, – banged up during the season, but yeah, and then you throw in a, a wild card, kind of do it all Swiss Army knife and Ulysses Bentley, that backfield is, is as impressive as any in the SEC and in the country. So yeah, that's 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 kind of the the delicate, you know, the dance that these portal guys are gonna have to do is not only trying to find somewhere that you fit, you know, a scheme that fits you, uh, you know, find a relationship that you previously had, you know, coming out of high school or meeting a coach and, and getting to know them and, and finding a place that fits. But, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to, you know, what's the what's the death chart look like? What's that locker room look like? What's, uh, you know, my position room? You know, who's in there? Who am I going to have to compete with? Because a lot of these guys, you know, the clock's ticking, and you're running out of time if you're trying to, you know, really impress some NFL scouts. Well, Zach, and the reason I said Zach's kind of 50-50 right now is because I know for a fact he's trying to, negotiate a new nil deal with the grove collective so uh if he weren't doing that then i would say hey he's he's gone but i think that's that's the case with him so uh i'm intrigued by the smith kid that you mentioned earlier um i got a lot of buddies over in northeast mississippi that really think he's he's special but for some reason our coaches kind of put him on what second level of what they've been recruiting or what give us some insight on that? I think he was one of those that was a senior evaluation guy. Um, it's almost kind of sometimes in high school with with, and this is my opinion. This isn't something that somebody told me or that I heard. Um, I, I think almost being too versatile can sometimes hurt you because you really don't have a position. You know, you, uh, coaches and. Um, Analysts and people use the term, you know, positionless, where it's like, man, he's a phenomenal athlete. You know, he can run. You know, he's got ball skills, but we just don't know where we want to put him. I think up until this year, I think Ole Miss was trying to figure out where he fits at the next level. Um, So I think they were doing some senior evaluations on him and trying to see how he played on defense, how he, you know, how was he on offense. Um, Because, I mean, he did it all for for Itawamba. I mean, he played running back. He played receiver. He had 10 interceptions on defense. 
they're recruiting him as a safety, but I think it was more of just an evaluation that they wanted to do. Um, and they're they're very clearly in on trying to bring him into this class now. I, I don't think it was ever a, you know, oh, well, you know, they don't think he's very good. Um, oh, this is a last-ditch effort because they lost a commit. They've been recruiting him this entire season. Um, there was a bit of a hiccup in the offseason because D.J. Durkin, who was the D.C. at Ole Miss last year, left for A&M. He and Isaac Smith had a great relationship, and then when he left, it was a little strained, and there was, you know, there was a gap in communication with the staff. And I don't think that was intentional or anything personal um, that they didn't think that he was, you know, could cut it in the SEC or anything like that. Because um, I know that Derek Nix continued to recruit him. Uh, Michael Spurlock, before he left for the NFL, was continuing to recruit him. Um, so I think that they absolutely are wanting him in this 23 class. Um, Right now, I think LSU has the upper hand, uh, took a visit there, liked what he saw in Baton Rouge. But Ole Miss is going to recruit him until the very end. Um, I think it's probably a two-team race there right now. I, I don't think the Aggies are very much in it um, anymore. So I think this is an SEC West battle between Brian Kelly and Lane Kiffin. Legacy kid, too. Zach, yeah, Chuck, and I have always liked guys that you have a hard time fitting through the door. And I know that Lane flew out Friday immediately when one of those guys put his name in the portal named Braden Fisk out of Western Michigan. Um, you know, an all conference, two time all conference guy there, 6'5, 300, Penn State, Notre Dame, Mississippi State, West Virginia. How heavily do you think Ole Miss is in that picture right now? Man, that was one of those when when it happened and some people were asking questions. I just said, "Hey, man, you know, get in line because he's going to be recruited by just about everybody." But yeah, I mean, a very talented and very productive guy um, for 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 that size. Um, and I think that Ole Miss is is going to be in the picture, um, but I think that it's just going to be difficult because he's going to have a lot of suitors. Um, I will say, though, you, you mentioned Fisk at Western Michigan. I uh, posted on the board earlier today um, his teammate, Andre Carter, is another name for folks to know, um, another defensive lineman, 6'5", 263. Um, this guy is just an animal. Um, he was all over the place for Western Michigan this year, um, coming off the edge at 263 pounds, moves incredibly well. Um, I think that he would be able to come – to Ole Miss, if he uh, if he were to choose to do so and step right in, um, and and be a force off the edge, um, I think that that's um, certainly a name that that folks need to pay attention to. But um, but yeah, two Western Michigan guys um, that are going to kind of you know have a bit of a glow up in the portal because there are going to be a lot of Power Five suitors that are going to be trying to get them. You know, Chuck and I was talking about the guys the positions Ole Miss needs to fill in this portal here. And I said linebacker and wide receiver, tight end, urgent. Chuck said they got to get better in the trenches. And then I said, you know, but can they really find those guys in the portal? Because just like you said with Braden, there's so many schools out there, the few that are out there. Do you think, you know, going back to the JUCO days of getting guys in the junior colleges that could be impact players? Because there's so few of those guys in the portal. That's probably something that is honestly, unless there's a can't-miss prospect, I think it's probably going away just because of the 
honestly, this is we live in this instant gratification world as it is, and I think that with college football, when you're trying to fill these needs and plug these holes when you're losing guys either to the portal or to the NFL, um, you're going to want somebody that can step in right away. And um, you guys have been covering it you know, longer than me, and, and you know how it is. A lot of times with JUCO guys, it, it takes a year or two. Um, it takes a special talent to come in from, ju- from junior college and be an impact guy year one. Um, you know, Ole Miss has, has seen it over the years. Um, guys like Wayne Dorsey and Patrick Trayan and Ashley Palmer, um, more recently with Jamon Gordon and Isaiah Eisen, you know, they were, you know, still kind of swimming, trying to find their way that first year. And then the second year it kind of clicks and they start playing better and getting more reps and being more of a factor in the two deep. I think just because of the sheer volume of players that are going to be in the portal, um, you're, probably going to see staffs just figure they're going to take their chances with a guy that's been in a power five program or a high level G five program. I think the days of, you know, a junior college guy getting a ton of attention is something of the past, but I mean, you have the exceptions. I mean, Ole Miss is recruiting a guy in Justin Jefferson. He's from Pearl river. He's committed to Alabama. He's a guy that obviously Nick Saban believes that he can be a guy that can step in and, and compete right away. And Ole Miss believes that too. So, you're going to have those exceptions, but I think for the most part now, it's just going to be all portal. All right, buddy. Thanks for joining us and kind of breaking that down for us. Thanks, Zach. Thanks. Look forward to talking to you next Monday, Zach. Thank you. All right, all right y'all have a good one. We'll have him on uh, again and kind of have some. Yeah, this next two him. Mondays are huge for the signing day. And here's the thing, you know, about, you know, I've, I've had that background with the JUCO world, right? And, and have been through that. There were years. There's gotta be some guys in there. There are, but they, they, they're not getting the recruiting anymore. Like, you'll, you'll see some of these guys, an occasional, you know, one guy, maybe. But they're not. Gotta be more than one guy that's ready, maybe. Because you just had. One school, Northwest Community College, they lost, but were one of the final four teams playing yeah. in, the, in the JC playoffs. Yeah, they had five teams ranked in the top twenty in, in, in JUCO football. There are players here, but they're just not like well, you look years at ago, got, yeah. where people were putting guys coming in and bringing them back. The those Kansas, kinds of things Kansas, are where they not where they not put them. Where are those guys going? They, at, at some point, they got to flush out the college players. You would think got to have guys entering college. Right, so uh, I mean, it's just not enough players in college on the line of scrimmage. You're gonna have to go back to JUCO. All right, back to finish in just a few seconds. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. 
Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Get the best in men's apparel at Great Scott, located at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. They've been serving you for 35 years and voted top 50 men's clothing store in Esquire magazine. Along with a great clothing selection, they offer a full-service, old-fashioned barbershop. Their store hours are 9.30 to 6 Monday through Friday and 9.30 to 5 on Saturdays. Take note, the J&M Collection Fall Trunk Show is Thursday, November 17th with special event pricing. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Check them out, Great Scott, located at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Brad Camp with Morgan White Group. Brad can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which could save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Brad can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Brad Camp at 662-259-5552. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. And it's time for us to sit down for the final segment of this show, another Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We've got recruiting coming up. We've got the good, bad, and ugly. And quickly, guys, we need to congratulate Q Judkins on getting the C Spire Connerly Trophy. We talked about all of the people all throughout. He got that. He got other honors in the All-SEC and whatever. And Newcomer so, of the year. Shout out to Q. Yeah. Good job. He's um, Hell of a player. very deserving. Very deserving. Time for that Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment presented by Go Orthodontics. Friendly, affordable smiles. Find them in Oxford, South Tello, South Haven, Corinth, Collierville. If you need braces or Invisalign, you can mention Rebel Yell Hotline for 500 off. Here's Mr. Yancey. Yeah, I mean, more portal news. Uh, Ole Miss last year went and snagged state's top receiver there, um, Lake Heath, and this year. They're trying to get Ra Thomas. That just went in, and word is Ole Miss looks to be in the catbird seat right now. He had eight over 800 yards receiving. Gary, uh, I, I think that's a very good possibility for Ra Ra. And what I like about him is he's got the size. You know, six two, six three, two hundred plus. Um, we talked about him, Marlon Braden Fisk uh, out of Western Michigan. 
Lane, the, the very day he uh, put his name in the portal, he flew out there that night. Remember, postgrads were able to be recruited before December the 5th. So he went out there Friday, saw him and his teammate Andre Carter, who Zach was just talking about, a d- big defensive end at Western Michigan. So those are two names to keep an eye on. Um, former five-star receiver Demond Demas out of uh, Texas A&M. He's been uh, tweeting out a lot of Ole Miss stuff lately. Uh, 6'3", 205-pounder, did not play this year, was dismissed from the team before the campaign started for legal reasons. We'll see where that plays out, but I do know that there's interest with him. He's a 6'3", 205-pound guy, another guy with that NWO body uh, that has three years of eligibility left. Wake Forest transfer cornerback Gavin Holmes, a guy that's got 47 tackles the last two years. Uh, he's 5'11", uh, cornerback there that Ole Miss offered today out of the portal. Ole Miss is taking a look at Alabama portal receiver Trishan, Trishan excuse me, Holden, a 6'3", 250-pound junior. He had 47 catches for 569 yards and eight touchdowns in his two seasons at Alabama. Again, I'm liking the size. I really would like to see Ole Miss get back to having the bigger receivers. Um, sources indicate that there's a staff connection, connection with uh, Rivaldo Fairweather, a six foot five, 245 pound tight end at FIU. He had 28 catches and 426 yards and three touchdowns this season. Uh, we all know that tight end is going to be a big position of need out of the portal. Another portal tight end uh, out of Maryland, uh, Chucky, 6'5, 260 pounder, CJ Diaper who had over 300 yards and three touchdowns from Maryland this season. Um, Gordon, there's uh, edge rusher Princewell. Uh, I'm not, I'll butcher the last name that this Umaline out of Manor, Texas, taking an official visit to Ole Miss in Nebraska in December. He's 6'6", 250-pound <laughs> Russian. Uh, then we got another Russian, Adonis Green, that's taking an official visit to Ole Miss in December. He is currently committed to Louisville. As we know, Louisville just made a coaching change. Um, but Ole Miss, he's, I think, went to three football games this fall. And then Malachi Coleman, a four-star receiver out of Nebraska, he did commit it from Nebraska. Ole Miss had been in there really good, uh, Gary. 6'5", 200-pounder that they're kind of comparing to D.K. Metcalf. And then in baseball, a commitment from uh, 25 shortstop Coy James out of North Carolina, playing the USA Games uh, consistently one of the top 30 players in the country for the 2025 class. Now time for the good, the bad, and the ugly with Mr. Chuck. Well, obviously one of the really goods is Quinshawn Judkins that we mentioned just a minute ago, getting newcomer of the year in the SEC, first team All-SEC, and winning the Connerly Trophy last week. Congratulations to Q. Uh, football coach Lane Kiffin has lost eight assistants from his first staff, uh, which seems like a lot. But this year, it looks so far some stability and continuity on his staff as only one offensive line coach, Jake Thornton, has indicated he's leaving. He'll be joining Freeze at uh, Auburn, we're told. Freeze also made a run at Rebel assistant head coach and wide receiver coach Derek Nix, offering Nix the OC title, but Nix turned him down. It's a good thing to get some stability and continuity on the football staff this year if that holds. The bad, I've said all along, that without another offensive weapon or two, the men's basketball team's going to struggle, and that's just what happened in Memphis over the weekends. The Rebels shot 24% from the floor in the first half and fell behind 
by almost 20 points, a margin they could not overcome despite outscoring the Tigers 35-32 to in the second half. Deshaun Ruffin returned to action, had 14 minutes, but he was obviously off, making only one of six shots from the field. A shooter, a shooter, my kingdom for a shooter, or maybe two. That would be nice. All right, you think we'll have anything to talk about next Monday night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. We didn't even talk about the bowl we game. The bowl game you on know. Uh, December 28th. Yeah. The Texas Tech. For the sixth time since 1998, Chucky, they haven't even played six SEC teams that amount of times in that time span. Yeah, and, I, you know, we've got a lot of friends or, I mean, fans that are kind of upset about that, you know, oh, ho-hum, yawn bowl and all that stuff. But, hey, it's a bowl. It's eight and four. We're eight and four, and, and uh, they're seven and five. They beat Oklahoma. They beat some pretty decent teams. So you know, let's go out there. Let's go out to Houston. Houston's a great town. Go out there and have some fun. Got to get some momentum going in this all season because this next season the roster is is there to make a run. So you want to get that positive momentum. That's our show. Thanks, guys. Thank you, brother. We'll be back again next week. Thanks, Rhino. Back in the studio. We're gone. Howdy, toddy. <laughs>